Hello from the 2018 Equal Justice Conference in San Diego, California. I'm Kimberly Sanchez. I'm Eve Stoutland with the Doors Legal Services Center in New York City. I'm Jeremy Addis Mills with Digital Impact and... I'm Angela Vigil, Pro Bono Director at Baker & McKenzie. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. much for joining us on the road. I'm excited about this panel. We've been doing quite a few of these podcasts and they've been pretty substantive, but this one sounds like it's first of all going to be a little fun, right? And also uh, really, really, really an important message and uh, topic for this particular community. So why don't we talk about, well, let me tell you, they have not had their workshop yet because we had to grab them first. But the workshop is entitled Nabbing the Narrative Back, Storytelling Through Tech, Media, and Social Media. So I'm going to start with Angela so she can tell us about why we're here and what this workshop's about. I appreciate the question because we're, this really grew out of um, discussions Eve and I were having because we work together, particularly in the area of youth advocacy and homeless youth advocacy. But this topic is a lot bigger than that. And we were talking about how lawyers really are storytellers, right? We, we see a problem, we're supposed to solve the problem, and we do that by storytelling our perspective. But right now, the issues related to equal justice, access to justice, and social justice in the United States, we don't seem to be doing as much of the storytelling from the public interest side of the profession as maybe we should. And it seems that in this sort of time, you're hearing all the reasons not to support poor communities and not to be active on behalf of the populations that we're all serving and more about how other priorities should be, um, should get our funding, our time, our money, all of that attention, at least in the United States right now. And that's going to kill legal services, right? We have to be a community that is always talking about how legal services for poor people, children, veterans, families, mothers, you name it, but that that story is being told. And one of the ways we're losing that fight to tell the story is that we keep telling it in courtrooms and we keep telling it in boardrooms maybe, but we're not necessarily telling it on the platforms that America's listening to. And so isn't it important for us as legal advocates for poverty communities to be telling that story on platforms that America's listening to. That's social media. That's tech. That's all of those places. So we decided we think there should be a discussion about that at the greatest collection of public interest thinkers in the country, which is the Equal Justice Conference held by ABA and NLADA every year. And that discussion should happen. But then we hit a little snag because we realized that even I think this is really important, but maybe we don't have the expertise to do that alone. Is that fair, Eve? Absolutely. <laughs> so we um, we recruited in some expertise that really we're lucky to have, which is Jeremy, who's been teaching the legal community how to be storytellers in these newer platforms professionally for a long time. And in our workshop, he's going to do that for us. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so Jeremy, who are you and where are you from and what are you going to talk about? So uh, my name is Jeremy. I'm with, uh, as I mentioned, with Digital Impact, and we're a we're a uh, company that helps sort of progressive organizations, social justice-minded, for-profit organizations, elected officials, and others sort of help make their impact and tell their digital story on, or tell their story digitally online. Um, and so we really focus uh, on helping them digest that, get it in, get it online, and get it out to folks, right? And I think one of the things we're going to really sort of spend time focusing on tomorrow is sort of how. Um, how one, we can tell our story 
um, effectively online and be able to access and organize people. So much about uh, digital organizing that we don't really think about, I think a majority of communities don't think about, is it's really just an extension of organizing. It's about bringing people together. It's about bringing folks into communities and bringing them around and collecting them around a set of shared values. And so what we're going to talk about tomorrow is how to basically reach out and using social media to communities that community of like-minded communities, like-minded people, bring them back, um, back, bring them into your group's orbit, and continue to tell your story over a long period of time with those folks. Ultimately, which is what we help most of our clients do, is have an impact at the legislative level, have an impact at the local level, have a have an impact at the electoral level. Um, what do you think is going to be the response from you know this crowd? Because this is a difficult topic. We don't like necessarily talking about ourselves uh, in a way. Eve, you have any thoughts on that? Sure. As social justice advocates, we have an obligation to tell the world what we do, what we do as legal services lawyers, what we do as law firms acting in the public interest, what we do as bar associations. Um, at our peril, we decide that it, either the public doesn't need to know or presume that they know. They don't know. Um, most people think of lawyers as law and order, uh, trial, trial room, uh, public defenders or prosecutors. And uh, that's a very important part of the legal system, but there's so much else to it. And so it's time for us to tell our stories and explain to voters, to the world, what we do, whether or not we're, we're ready for it. Uh, it's just part of an obligation of doing our job. Yeah. Do you, is there like a roadmap that you're going to be able to give to sort of, you know, help the lawyer that's a little maybe trepid or scared or, you know, just maybe not really interested in public uh, speaking or not? You know, is there a roadmap? How are you going to tackle this problem, Jeremy? Yeah, well, so I mean, I think a lot of a lot of what we're going to talk about tomorrow is sort of how to actually utilize the voices you already have. A lot of us, almost every single person that's going to at this conference, including uh, everybody at this conference is probably on some social media network of some kind. Uh, so we're going to be talking about how really your age is leveraging that voice, the voice that you already have, you already use consistently online, how to stretch out the conversation, how to really be an advocate. I think some of the things that a lot of us struggle with that aren't, um, and a lot of the organizations I work with that aren't impacted directly by the issues that they're fighting so hard for, find it hard to actually speak in a space and advocate on behalf of those issues in a way that's really powerful to, to the folks that they're advocating to, um, or really thinking about an audience that's outside of what they normally communicate with. And so we're going to be talking about how to like how to think about your story, instead of using somebody else's story to tell it, to, uh, explain why you're doing the advocacy work you're doing. Why do you do it? I think we neglect oftentimes the power in the actual message as to why I wake up every day and I go to work and fight for issues that I actually don't directly impact me at all. Um, but I do that, and I, that's a very powerful message for folks that you're, who are also not affected by the issue and need to be brought into it, right? I think sometimes we too often always rely on the stories of the people we're helping instead of trying to propel our own stories. Instead of our story. That's fascinating. I think that that's going to be something that for sure this group will be, um, you know, surprised by. Because we are so good at just wanting to talk about our clients. Is that right, Angela? <laughs> that's, that's right. And we don't want to stop doing that. But there's different, I mean, what Jeremy is teaching us and is going to teach our whole um, group in the room is really about how different 
pieces of messages hit people differently. And for some people, it will be listening to an account of the, you know, the mother who at the border lost her seven-year-old son and hasn't seen him since detention took them both in different directions. But for others, it will be the story of the pro bono volunteer and how they felt advocating and meeting with this mother while she cried in their arms, talking about how she just has to see her son. And for still others, it will be the story of the, you know, overworked and under-resourced legal aid lawyer who is there at the border doing interviews, trying to recruit lawyers, trying to get people to come, how they, you know, get home at nine o'clock every night and work during the evening to get prepared for the next day and what they had for breakfast. And personal stories, those are three different personal stories about the same issue. I think messaging is something that lawyers know all about. We all know if you're if you're a leader in the community, you know you got a message in in elevator size bites. If you're a trial lawyer, you know you've got a message in courtroom language, for sure. But f and we are on social media, but we don't own social media. And so, how is it any surprise to us that when funding comes up for Legal Services Corporation? most of the people in America don't notice or maybe even care because we haven't made it relevant to them. And I will get Facebook posts from moms of the kids that my kids are in classes with about issues that they really care about. Why on earth am I not going right back to them with Facebook posts about, well, you really want to know what I care about? Access to justice. And that's legal services funding. Let's talk about that. Let me show you how that affects me. It's got to be in everything that we do or we could lose the fight. I see. So um, in this digital world, right, because that's what we're really focused here on, right? How did we come up with, how did you guys come up with, let's focus on the digital stuff? I mean, because you do create these conversations there. Well, I think all media platforms are important. And uh, at all times in our causes, we should be looking to print media, to TV. But I think that for most of the lawyers I know, the digital media is the most mysterious. Um, and that people uh, are quite passive users and we're trying to turn them into active users. And we're trying to turn them into active users who also give action items. And that's something that Jeremy's gonna talk about and that is tough for us. As lawyers, we're used to, well, we're gonna fix it ourselves, right? We fix things for other people, clients come to us. But what we need to do on digital platforms is offer people a way to get involved. Uh, they may be inspired to volunteer. They may be inspired to give money. They may be inspired to uh, write to their legislators. But these are not things that as lawyers, I'm, as a lawyer, I'm used to doing. I'm used to telling people information. Here's a place, here's something to read. I want to tell them how to take action. And in particular, right, taking, because we use social media a lot personally. Right. So how do we translate and how do we sort of, you know, I guess, transition into being much more of an advocate and, and utilizing that platform? And let me point out that another inspiration for this and why we're having this conversation is because of um, young lawyers and young advocates in particular. I work at um, a very large law firm with 75 offices in 47 countries around the world. And as new lawyers come into our firm, they went to high school on phones and computers and platforms. They have never known a world where they weren't communicated to digitally for important things, not in addition to their regular life, for their regular life. So you're not gonna engage a generation of people that have always communicated that way by starting on the outside. You're That's gonna right. have to join We like discussion. break up with people via text message nowadays, right? <laughs> <laughs> so talk about that transition if you well, can. Well, I think, I, think I think some of the things to really consider in a lot of clients we work with are sort of, I think up until 
probably, well, up until about 10 years ago, folks sort of, uh, I think, looked at social media. It was brand new. Nobody really knew what to make of it. I think over the course of the last probably five or six years, um, it's been an option. People have sort of considered it. I think when you're talking about it, it's like, well, we're there. We put stuff on. We put stuff online. We communicate with families. Organizations specifically will. They'll have a page. They'll put you know occasional content on there. Uh, but I think what's, what, what has clearly really happened in the last couple of years, I think, and most people are just now starting to recognize, is that the digital space is actually quite influential, right? As, and as traditional forms of media become more and more decentralized, if we're not putting our voice in those spaces, we're not actually controlling the conversation or, in fact, actually even influencing the conversation in any way. And so I think really when we're working with um, what we'll be talking about tomorrow and what we, uh, what we typically work with our clients on is really understanding how they can leverage the tools. And part of the challenge on digital is it's changing all the time, right? I mean, generations, um, the generation that grew up on social media and grew up in the early stages of the face, uh, in Facebook and some of these early networks are different than the generations that are now coming into, into sort of voting age who grew up sort of in actually a post sort of Facebook sort of realm and are now using other types of platforms and engaging in different ways. And I think one of the challenges that organizations struggle with is keeping up with the changes and um, and so we're going to focus tomorrow on a lot of like how you should apply your message across the board regardless of the particular platform that you're using because really the story is the same it's just the tools a little bit different and once you sort of get comfortable with how to tell your story utilizing any of these platforms is is just a it's just a sort of a technical thing okay well I really appreciate that I have so many more questions and I imagine that your crowd tomorrow is going to have all kinds of questions and it's going to be just like a knock out of the park kind of presentation so um, because we only have a couple minutes why don't you give everybody your contact information in case the listeners are interested in reaching out which I hope that they do so go ahead Eve sure my name is Eve Stotland and you can reach me at eStotland that's E-S-T-O-T-L-A-N-D at door.org D-O-O-R dot O-R-G in New York City. Um, I'm Jeremy Addis Mills, and you can reach me at Jeremy at Digital Impact and, that's Digital Impact A-N-D dot com. I'm Angela Vigil, and Baker McKenzie sort of everywhere, so um, no location, just that our pro bono practice can be reached at pro bono at bakermckenzie.com, B-A-K-E-R-M-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E dot com. Awesome. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank our guests for joining us. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please find and rate us in Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Uh